Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today for your Bible reading of the day, we are in uh, Psalm 78, 1-72, and then we're going to go to uh, Philippians 2, 1-30, so let's go ahead and read the scripture. Psalm 78, a mascal of Asaph. O my people, hear my teaching, listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter hidden things, things from of old, what we have heard and known, what our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes from Jacob and established the law in Israel, which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children. So the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born, and they in turn would tell their children. Then they would put their trust in God and would not re forget his deeds, but would keep his commands. They would not be like their forefathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, whose hearts were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to him. The men of Ephraim Though armed with bows, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant and refused to live by his law. They forgot what he had done, the wonders he had shown them. He did miracles in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the region of Zion. He divided the sea and led them through. He made the water stand firm like a wall. He guided them with the cloud by day and with light from the fire all night. He split the rocks in the desert and gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of the rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. But they continued to sin against him, rebelling in the desert against the Most High. They willfully put God to the test by demanding the food they craved. They spoke against God, saying, Can God spread a table in the desert? When he struck the rock, water gushed out, and streams flowed abundantly. But can he also give us food? Can he supply meat for his people? When the people heard them, when the Lord heard him heard them, he was very angry. His fire broke out against Jacob, and his wrath rose against Israel, for they did not believe in God or trust in his deliverance. Yet he gave a command to the skies above and opened the doors of the heavens. He rained down manna for the people to eat. He gave them the grain of heaven. Men ate the bread of angels. He sent them all the food they could eat. He let loose the east wind from the heavens and led forth the south wind by his power. He rained meat down on them like dust, flying birds like sand on the seashore. He made them come down inside their camp, all round their tents. They ate till they had more than enough, for he had given them what they craved. But before they turned from the food they craved, even while it was still in their mouths, God arose God's anger arose against them. He put the, to death the sturdiest among them, cutting down the young men of Israel. In spite of all this, they kept on sinning. In spite of his wonders, they did not believe.
So he ended their days in futility and, and their years in terror. Whenever God slew them, they would seek him. They eagerly turned to him again. They remembered the God, that God was their rock, that God was high, that God most high was their redeemer. But then they would flatter him with their mouths, lying to him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to him. They were not faithful to his covenant. Yet he was merciful. He gave them iniqu- He forgave their iniquities and did not destroy them. Time after time he restrained his anger and did not stir up his full wrath. He remembered that they were but flesh, a passing breeze that does not return. How often they rebelled against him in the desert and grieved him in the wasteland. Again and again they put God to the test. They vexed the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power. The the day he redeemed them from the oppressor, the day he had displayed his miraculous signs in Egypt, his wonders in the region of Zon, he turned the rivers to blood. They cut. They could not drink their streams. He sent swarms of flies that devoured them and frogs that devastated them. He gave their crops to the grasshopper, their produce to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore figs with sleet. He gave over their cattle to their to the hail, their livestock to bolts of lightning. He unleashed against them his hot anger, his wrath, indignation, and hostility, a band of destroying angels. He prepared a path for his anger. He did not spare them from death, but gave them over to the plague. He struck down all the firstborn of Egypt. The firstborn for the first fruits of manhood in the tents of Ham. But he brought his people out like a flock. He led them like sheep through the desert. He guided them safe, safely, so that so they were unafraid. But the sea engulfed their enemies. Thus he brought them to the border of his holy land. To the hill country his right hand had taken. He drove out nations before them and allotted their lands to them as an inheritance. He sold the tribes of Israel and their homes. But they put God to the test and rebelled against the Most High. They did not keep his statutes. Like their fathers, they were disloyal and faithless. As reliable as a faulty bow, they angered him with their high places. They roused his jealousy with their idols. When God heard them, he was very angry. He rejected Israel completely. He abandoned the tabernacle of Shiloh, he te- the tent he had set up among them, among men. He sent the ark of his might into captivity, his splendor into the hands of the enemies. He gave his power- people over to the sword. He was very angry with his inheritance. Fire consumed their young men, and their maidens had no wedding songs. Their priests were put to the sword, and their widows could not weep. Then the Lord awoke as for sleep. As a man awakes from the stupor of wine, he beat back his enemies. He put them to everlasting shame. 
Then he rejected the tents of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. He built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth that he established forever. He chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought them to the shepherd, to be the shepherd of his people, Jacob, of Israel, his inheritance. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. Okay, that's your uh, Old Testament reading. Just to let you know, change of plans for tomorrow. I will be um, posting tomorrow. I will be um, recording tomorrow. So be aware that on Thanksgiving Day, I will be um, posting videos and podcasts. So God bless you. Let's head straight to the New Testament reading. So this is your New Testament reading, uh, Philippians uh, 2, 1 through 30. Imitating Christ's humility, let's go ahead and read the scripture. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the Spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others but better than yourselves. Each of you should take look not only to their your own interests, but also to the interests of others. You your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. He made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that is the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under earth, in every tongue com- and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father, shining as stars. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work on your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to to will and to act according to his good purpose. Do everything without complaining or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God, without fault in, in a crooked and depraved generation, in which you shine like stars in the universe, as you hold out the word of life in order that I may boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or or labor for nothing. But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and the service coming from your faith, I will. I am glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice with me. Timothy and Epaphroditus. I hope to... 
I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who takes a genuine interest in your welfare, for everyone looks out for his own interests, not those of Jesus Christ, but that you know that Timothy was proved has proved himself because as a son with his father he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me, and I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all the all of you and is distressed because he heard he was because you heard he was ill. Indeed he was ill and almost died, but God had mercy on him and not on him but on him only, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again you will you may be glad and I may have less anxiety. Welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honor men like him, because he almost died for the work of Christ, risking his life to make up for the help you would not you could not give him. Give me. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for these words of encouragement. I ask, Lord, that everyone has a good holiday tomorrow, that you're with everyone as um, they go throughout their day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good holiday, and God bless those who will be alone tomorrow. We will pray for you. God bless.